All right, good morning or good afternoon, everyone. Today is Monday, April... Yeah, today's the 5th, 2021, and... I wanted to thank everyone for their for their patience the last couple days. I put out a, an episode on a Saturday or fri- late Friday night, early Saturday morning. It en- it ended up doing well, so I just wanted to uh, to let it roll. Just because this week and, and moving forward, we're going to be talking about a lot of different uh, alien species in the afternoon episodes that we haven't really discussed yet. So I figured I'd let that slide. On top of that, for those who do celebrate. Yesterday was Easter, so I kind of got a mixed, you know, uh, feedback with regards to whether or not I should do the show. So I decided to just uh, push it to today since Mondays I usually uh, take off anyway. So let's uh, let's jump right into it. So first off, I want to talk about Matt Gates. Okay, look. If they got video of him with, you know, uh, arranging fake IDs and they have the Department of Justice or the FBI have evidence that he was paying for underage girls, uh, you know, to, to travel across state lines. And again, it, I guess it depends which state is, is, you know, considered to be of legal consent or legal age. But if she was 17, going from one state to another where it's the same law and all that or the laws differ, from my understanding, that is federal sex trafficking. So... Look, apparently Matt Gates is expected to be indicted in the next two weeks. And look, I, I always say this, we have to be consistent. It doesn't matter Democrat or Republican. If you do that kind of stuff, there's no place uh, in, in politics. There shouldn't be, rather, a place in politics for you. Excuse me. I mean, you guys honestly want to know my, my humble opinion. I think um, I think the Cheneys did this. And I'm not trying to say that like they, they set Gates up. I think he always... The, the vulnerability of him doing this to underage women, I think, was always kind of there. As we now see, you know, more uh, off-the-record whistleblowers are coming out saying he was sharing pictures on the floor of Congress of different women, and they kept score of the different women they would, they would um, you know, have uh, intercourse with, if you will, which is, which is disgusting. I honestly think what, what really pushed this over the edge was I think the Republican Party themselves wanted Gates out because if you look at the back end financially, Gates is not liked by any of the Republican corporate donors or even the smaller, the middle to small size donors. His uh, donations come strictly from mainly the, uh, the, the, the Trump supporters in general, and he relies on that. And look, I'm not trying to trash that. That's a great way. If However you make your money. It doesn't matter if you're a politician or not, unless it's, you know, child sex trafficking or something like this is not my business. I don't care. That's the way I see it generally. Right. With that being said, though, I think him what I'm trying to get at here is I think Matt Gates going to Liz Cheney's home state to try to, you know, get people to turn against Liz Cheney. I think that's what did it, because don't kid yourself, Dick Cheney, even though he's retired, that guy still has pull. And we talk about this in the afternoon episodes, by the way. He's one of the guys I would dare to argue excuse me, he, he's one of the guys that is part of the military industrial complex that knows almost everything there is to know about, you know, black projects and things like that. You don't mess with guys like that, even if they're retired, you don't mess with their families because either something's going to happen to you physically, which I think would be the utmost extreme. But first off, the way it's going to be done is your career and your, your public image will be destroyed first. So I think, I honestly think the Cheneys are behind this. Now, whether or not certain things are fabricated is one thing, whether things are lied about is one thing, but 
look, let's just say they lied about, let's just say, I don't know, let's just make, hypothetically, they lied about Matt Gates paying for a 17-year-old girl, she ended up being 19, it doesn't matter, the fact that they have him on tape trying to arrange for fake IDs is already more than enough they need to, to indict him and, and put him on trial or something like this, right, so, I'm look, I'm trying to be as unbiased as I can, I think from a, uh, a strategical political perspective, I think the, um, I think the Cheneys did this, and it just goes to show, we knew from the beginning, Matt Gates was not really well-liked within his own party to begin with right so we'll, we'll see what comes of that but it won't be good for gates i can guarantee that the next thing is that they they named a highway after trump in west virginia um sure i mean if you want to name it after any I, look for if the people in that particular state are okay with it then so be it you know what i mean like a, it doesn't matter if you if, let's just come from the perspective of someone disliking trump that's the beautiful thing that i would dare to say about the united states if you don't like it in one state you can go to another and some people might say, yeah, well, we don't want the, you know, Trump to be named after a highway in my state. Well, like I say, I don't know exactly how they name it or how they make this decision, excuse me, rather. But I think ultimately, if the people want it in that state and the, or the majority of people, excuse me, then that's the way it's going to go. I mean, that's that's just democracy, right? There, there's some things we can never it can never be perfect. Uh, the next thing is that the U.S. is uh, set to have indirect nuclear talks with Iran, and then Iran pushed back immediately, saying, like, no, it's not happening. Again, Iran is apparently now speaking with Saudi Arabia and the European Union for nuclear talks. I don't... I say this very simply. These talks, I think, is all a show. They're going to make their nuclear weapons if they want to or not, no matter what pieces of paper they sign. I'm just being real. I think they're going to do it regardless, so I, I don't want to spend too much time on that. The next thing is that the U.S. Capitol was on lockdown due to a security situation. Uh, someone uh, ran over an officer who ended up dying. Uh, that's what ended up happening, because the time I wrote this note down, the, the story was still allegedly in development. Now, look, let's cover all the angles here. There is an alleged intelligence angle that showed that this could in fact have been staged i mean the cop really would have died but they would have taken a and when, when i mean they i mean the intelligence community would have used a um a paranoid very isolated mentally unstable person which this person in fact was as well to 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 drive a truck into these uh into these officers and it's sad but it's true sometimes real events do occur to justify enforcing certain laws and because there was no bipartisanship on what happened on the 6th, and, and again, take that as you will, that's not the point of discussion. I think, however, ultimately, when we look at this, it's kind of like, okay, this may in fact have been a false flag, or it might have been real. Either way, the fact that an officer died is terrible. It doesn't matter either way. And the fact that I, guys, the fact that I even have to bring up the possibility of it being a staged event is, it, it really saddens me, but I have no other choice. If we're going to call it like it is, you know? The next thing is that uh, the MLB, Major League Baseball, is moving all of their games out of Georgia because of the recent uh, alleged voting restriction laws being implemented. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I want to actually, I, I've never said this before in my life, but I want to read the bill. I'm not a lawyer, but I want to read the bill because depending on which um, outlet or source you, you go to, it's all about, you know, one side will say, okay, it's just about enforcing, you know, you need to have IDs to vote to prevent voter fraud. The opposite side of it will say the other, you know, the other side or perspective will say, well, they're trying to limit people of color's votes. And before I make a decision or provide all of you with my humble opinion, I want to actually read the bill because it's far too confusing, man, at this point. And I mean, Trump ripped on the MLB and stuff like that, saying, why would they do this and what have you? But I, I, I don't know. I don't think the MLB should have done this. I think they should have mind their own business regardless. With that being said, I would still want to read the bill.
The um, the next thing is that the uh, defense contractors in the U.S. are threatening to sue if the Pentagon pulls out of Afghanistan and other areas of the world. Uh, okay. From a... Okay, from a purely capitalistic perspective, in pure theory, do they have the right to sue? Yes, because the contracts are made to, you know, last, I guess, forever, technically. But ultimately, I think both sides can honestly agree that too much war is not good in any way. And at the end of the day, it ends up just giving money and funneling money to the military industrial complex, the contractors, you know, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, uh, EG&G, you name it, right? Now, these contractors are threatening to sue the Pentagon because basically these contractors have deals with the Pentagon for, I think, the next five to ten years to supply certain weapons within that part of the world. But if the U.S. pulls out, who are these contractors going to supply the weapons to? You're not going to supply the weapons to the enemies of the United States government, right? So, again, that's why they're suing. They want their contracts to be full. And one side of it is that people are, you know, kind of making fun of this in the sense of, oh, well, the contractors, they just want the wars to never end. And there is a part of me that says, yeah, this is true. I mean, President Eisenhower warned about this, about this in the military-industrial complex, one of his final speeches as president. He warned about this, and he feared that this was going to come, the greed of just needing more war just to keep making for profits, for profits. I mean, look, I mean, regardless of political perspective, I mean, like, Christ, man, when is enough enough for these people, these CEOs and all that? When is enough enough? Like, I, you know, at that point, it's like, okay, come on, the, the, you've made your money, like, how much more do you really, really need in life, you know, oh, you couldn't buy your third private jet, because you didn't meet, you know, you didn't sell as many weapons this year, oh, poor you, you know, so I, I don't know, anyways, the next thing is that Hunter Biden told Tracy Smith from CBS, I believe, that basically, I'm not going to put words in his mouth, I'm not going to fabricate and make stuff, make up quotes, but he said the laptop could have been his, but here's the interesting thing. Notice how the establishment, the mainstream media worked together before the election, the presidential election to try to suppress this Hunter Biden story and say it's Russian disinformation, even though they didn't provide the sources of where they got this Russian quote unquote disinformation from Hunter Biden basically said he go, he said, he goes, it could have been mine. I mean, the store owner said that he saw Hunter Biden and he goes, this, it was him. And he just didn't, he dropped it off to be fixed and it, he didn't pick it up. How that's Russian disinformation, I don't know. Now, let's be honest here. Could it have been possible that some foreign hackers got involved to, you know, reveal this stuff and all that could have gone into the system of this store owner? Sure, but I don't know how likely that would have been. And look, I'm not ruling anything out at this point. I'm not saying it wasn't Russia, but to just, for the mainstream media to just say, oh, the CIA says it's Russia and the CIA won't give up, give up its freaking sources and then go Russia, Russia, Russia. Come on, guys. I mean, I think most of you would agree with me here. I'm not defending Russia, but at the same time, we must be vigilant of the narrative that is being pushed within the West. All right? We have to be. The next thing is that, um, well, okay, hold on. Sorry. I did want to say one last thing. Um, ah, yes. The, regarding the, uh, the kids in cages with regards to the mainstream media hypocrisy to add to the Hunter Biden thing. So the next thing is that basically... When Trump wouldn't allow the, the, the press to go see the kids in the cages, even though the majority of the time the Trump administration did at the border, the media still said, look, he's, they compared him to they, they literally compared Trump to Hitler. And they said, well, and look, to, to, to a lot of degrees, I can see some comparisons. But let me just uh, finish, finish this sentence here. They, the media would say, look, it's terrible what he's doing. How can he not let us in? And this and that. This is what fascists do. This is what Hitler does. Now, Biden doesn't let anybody in. He has, since he got in, he hasn't let them in, and to this day, the press still can't get in except for a few very particularly selected photographs, but 
the mainstream media won't be let in and they and their excuse is well you know we have to respect the privacy excuse me we have to respect the privacy of the kids guys i don't care republican or democrat where's the consistency you can't call trump a fascist when he doesn't let them in or let the press in and then when biden doesn't let the press in it's oh well he's doing a good thing he's respecting the privacy of the kids there's no like uh, i don't know i i'm 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 just Honestly, I'm kind of tired of calling out the hypocrisy here. I'm sure a lot of you know this already, but I mean, what a, what a joke. This is why people don't believe the media, because you compare one thing, one headline from today to a headline from a year ago, exact same context, except different president, and then it's a totally different, you know, uh, a presumption or attack or defense, depending on who's, who's in, the, in, the, in the White House at the time. The next thing is that there's a 33% increase in U.S. homicides last year, and it's, uh, it's tapered into this year as well so far, so... Here's the thing. There's been a 33% increase in homicides within the United States of America last year. People could say, well, that, that has to do with COVID and all that. I would dare to say a lot of it has. And this is the issue I have, especially nowadays. I would dare to argue, and I don't have any numbers directly in front of me, but people are suffering more from having to stay inside and be locked down than the virus itself. And I know the mainstream media ridiculed this, but I must call it like it is. When Trump said the cure cannot be worse than the problem, he was right. And the, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm not trying to side with Trump, but this time around, I bet you if Biden made that statement, the media would be using that at least six times a day that phrase but because trump used it it's like whatever so i'm trying to be consistent here but let's 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 focus on on the task at hand i know people in the u.s who's fr who have told me dave my friend's kids you know my friend my buddy comes home from work and his kid uh, got a hold of his his whatever and, and you know shot himself these are terrible things i would rather i'm it's gone to the point where let's assume the virus is real i would much rather people catch the virus than be depressed because mental health is far more sickening and depraved than a virus that even though Let's just say it's real hypothetically, even though it's, it's maybe very bad for you, you'll get over it in two to three weeks more than likely, all right? Meanwhile, depression, if that comes on, it's very hard to shake that off. And it's very sad because, you know, I've been through it. I know a lot of other people watching and listening have been through it. And so it's, it's a terrible thing. And this is the problem, right? For example, very quickly, uh, I live in Toronto, Canada. Ontario, the province, basically economic, the, the econo except for uh, Vancouver and Montreal, the economic powerhouse of Canada, the entire province has basically shut down for a month starting two days ago. People are, 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 are getting very sick and tired. It's causing them to go out and protest, which is fine, which is great. Protesting should be is a right, but they're doing crazy things that they would not have done otherwise if they, were, if they had some more freedom. So I understand what the, what the people are saying. You know, it, it's it's too much, right? The next thing is that DMX, the rapper, is on life support after a heart attack that was allegedly caused by an overdose. But I'm not sure specifically what he overdosed on. I think it was crack. I mean, he's been self-admitted to being addicted to crack for a long time. Um, for many, many years, actually, he's been on and off. And look, he's a good rapper. I like the guy. He's just a human like everybody else. He's got his personal struggle. And uh, I think he's always been someone I don't know. I haven't followed him like very close whatsoever. I like a lot of his music. He strikes me as a kind of guy that keeps to himself. But again, some of you may know more than me, so I could be wrong there. But the next thing is that an MSNBC host tweeted a blatantly false and misleading tweet and didn't get in shit for it whatsoever. So let me explain what happened here. Basically, what happened was that an MSNBC host, the African-American one, her name is Joy, 
I forgot her last name, but she tweeted a picture of a bunch of people on a Florida beach gathering together. And she goes uh, something, she goes, she tweeted something like, this makes me want to vomit or something like this, right? Long story short, she either tweeted or, yeah, it was a tweet. And what ended up happening was that picture was from 2018 on a Florida beach, long before COVID happened. So you're telling, and she's trying to use that as an example of people getting together because Florida's open. Hold on a second. You want to be consistent here? So if Twitter is now censoring people that are talking about, you know, quote unquote election fraud and things like this, they're being removed. I don't agree with that, but fine. But then how about that? She's using a misleading tweet. She's got 100,000 followers on Twitter, give or take, right? She's also verified. She's an anchor. She's a host on MSNBC, one of the biggest mainstream media outlets. And no, she doesn't get in shit. Like what a, again, I'm, I'm not trying to make this morning segment about, you know, trying to call out the hypocrisy, but we have to sometimes just remind ourselves of it so that when we do check the news, if we do at night, when we come home, if it's, you know, if the local news or the national news is on quickly, at least we have an idea of what to keep a lookout for, if it's BS or not. They show images of stuff that are from long before certain events they're trying to propose within a certain context within it, does, you know, like it. Anyways, also, I just want to say very quickly too, CNN didn't, uh, hasn't been covering Cuomo's ninth or 10th accuser and uh, all that. Even though Chris Cuomo said they would, but okay. The next thing is that Marjorie Taylor Greene had her Twitter account accidentally suspended for tweeting, he is risen. And Twitter apologized. At least they apologized. He is risen, for those who don't know, is a tweet referring to Easter, uh, particularly within the the Christian Catholic religion, I believe, uh, where, you know, Jesus apparently wrote his spirit rose on on that day, on Easter uh, Sunday, allegedly. So, look, I I don't personally, I was raised Christian. I don't necessarily believe it, as most of you know. but again, it's not, it's a religious traditional thing. How, why Twitter would ban her? I mean, I think they were looking for any reason to do it and they made a mistake. They screwed up. So the, uh, the next thing is that Palestinian, the Palestinian president flew to Germany for a medical checkup. Interesting. Interesting. Um, why to Germany for many different reasons, intelligence could be some partnership like that. Who knows? Right. The next thing is that 400,000 refugees in Kenya camps don't know where to go after these camps closed down. This is this is terrible, man. Like, I hate to see this is the kind of stuff like, okay, when I see and hear these things about, you know, Kenya, specifically within the continent of Africa, what bothers me is that the mainstream media talks about the COVID deaths. And I'm not trying to disrespect those whose family or friends may have died from COVID. What I'm trying to say, though, is this. They only focus on what is they're told to push in the sense that. Yes, there is a virus and granted it's, you know, allegedly, you know, we'll say that for YouTube's sake, but all those kids dying in Africa every single day of hunger and things like this, the mainstream media never covers that. Why? Because they're not American. I mean, if if the mainstream media is talking about being, you know, inclusive and all that, we're all human, aren't we? Skin color doesn't matter, nor should it. But why won't they cover it? Because again, it doesn't make the clicks. It doesn't, it's just, it's, it's just a a cyclical joke. You know what I mean? This should be, these 400,000 Kenyan refugees should be right up there at the top of the list, along with the alleged COVID deaths, in my opinion, because these are human beings that are suffering. Sure. Is it different kind of suffering? Yeah, but they're suffering nonetheless. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a... I don't know that that stuff ticks me off. What a joke! The the I mean not not the people being um, in the camps. You know what I mean? Like in the in the the refugee camps. What I'm saying is that the play that the fact that they have nowhere to go is a joke. Like you're telling me that you know people even Canada and the West we can't help the the Canadian government can't help. Of course they can, but it doesn't interest them. 
It doesn't benefit them. It, it's what a joke. But you know, if there was oil there, oh, I'm sure it would certainly benefit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm certain we'd be, we would have been there by now. But the next thing is that Saudi Arabia is allegedly trying to quote unquote scramble for an exit strategy out of Yemen. Look, anywhere in the Middle East where you have foreign government operatives, especially where there's an intelligence apparatus at play, it's going to get tricky strategy-wise, right? That's all I'll say. The next thing is that Turkey arrested 10 retired admirals over government criticism. <sighs> Look, I guess they can do what they want. I mean, it's unfortunate. But I guess you kind of know if you're if in a particular country, if you're going to criticize, you know, a government or a regime, you might not want to do that right off the bat. You know what I mean? The next thing is that um, even if you are a, a retired admiral who served for the country, you know, again, sometimes it's that ruthless. So the next thing is that India's daily COVID cases surpassed 100,000 for the first time. Well, I, I, I'm not I don't know what to say to that. I mean, again, it's, you know. <laughs> the next thing is that the uh, the Jordanian prince vows to defy his house arrest. Okay, let's see what happens. Um, LG, the company LG, has officially scrapped its entire smartphone lineup due to the industry being, quote, far too competitive. Interesting. Interesting to see that LG is taking a step down. Look, at least they're admitting it. I do have to say from my uh, recollection, I don't think I have one, but I think I used to. They do have pretty good fridges, like LG makes fridges and stuff like that. So maybe they, if they stick to that, they'll actually make more of a profit because apparently they weren't really turning up much of a profit from their smartphone business. So sometimes you make more money and it's smarter when you shut things down, right? I'm not a, I'm not a business person, but that would be the idea, I would, I would assume. Uh, the next thing is that Florida's got a toxic water leak that they're trying to plug up quickly. Hopefully they plug that up. I don't know what they're, again, mistakes happen as long as, you know, the Florida, the, 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 the state of Florida's on it. I don't, I don't see any uh, necessary reason for criticism. And the, um, the final thing is that trials are set to begin for mass events in England, England, and the UK is allegedly seriously considering doing the vaccine passports. Oh, man, I'll tell you right now, if they require vaccine passports, I'm never going to the UK again. No chance. Um, uh, if they if they require a test, I'm not going to lie. I got no problem taking a test. But if I need a vaccine passport, I will tell you this. I think I said this in our, our Zoom call a week or two ago with our, our top tier members on Patreon. This will open the door for organized crime just for another racket or another business because you can uh, you know uh, there will be major very pro professional looking uh vaccine ids that will be faked i am certain of it especially with the way that technology can you know develop things now with you know uh, certain printers and what have you i am certain of it without a shadow of a doubt that this will only spur up organized criminal groups to because there's going to be a lot of people that do not want to take the vaccine but they're still going to want to fly and if you need a vaccine id where are they going to go you're going to you, everyone generally around the world knows someone who knows someone that's involved in some shady stuff right generally so Overall, I'm sure that if you really wanted to, you could, and that's what's going to happen here. That's what I see happening, right? So anyways, that's it for today for the news. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for being patient for, you know, no episodes yesterday just because it was uh, Easter weekend and things like that. So anyways, we will catch you later on today for the main episode as well as members only. So that's about it, and we'll catch you later. Cheers.